So even though you may have had the best laid plans and you know exactly what you're going to eat, you're feeling some type of way because you're having a moment and your anxiety is high and then your brain just says, F it. I'm going to eat all the things. I'm going to drink all the things and I'm not going to worry about it until tomorrow or the next day or next week. What if it were possible to achieve your goal weight and stay there permanently without dieting? Welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I am going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Lux Lifer, welcome to episode 47. This is your life and weight loss coach. Do you ever get excited when I say that you have a life and weight loss coach? <laughs> this is your life and weight loss coach, Jennifer Dent Brown from jenniferdent.com, where I teach you how to deal with anxiety without using food to cope. Now, before we jump into today's topic, I'm talking all about anxious eating. I just want to share some exciting news with you. So I just recently finished all of my requirements for my life coaching certification from the Life Coach School, which is definitely something that I am truly celebrating. Going to this specific school and learning how to become an even better coach from what I believe is the best school in the world has been on my vision board for almost three years. So on the last day of class, our instructors asked us what did finishing and getting our certification at the Life Coach School mean to us? And of course, when they got to be my turn, I like went into ugly cry <laughs> because this is something I have been wanting for almost three years. This is something that I have had on my bucket list, had on my vision board. And to me, it shows that I just didn't quit. I just didn't give up. I just did what I had to do as far as building my business, becoming a better coach to make this happen. Now, you may be wondering, why am I so excited about the Life Coach School? Well, the coaches that most recently, like I would say in the past two years that I have been coached by, that I have hired, that have helped me grow the most and the coaches where I had the biggest breakthroughs with, they all went to the life coach school. They all use the same coaching model that has been mind-blowing and literally transforming for me. And so, of course, because I am a professional learner and I'm all about professional development and how can I help my clients get the best results, I was like, I need to know what they know. And so I put it on my board. I was coached by Brooke Castillo live. She's the founder of the life coach school three years ago. And that's when I was like, I must become certified. So I am now certified. Six months of intensive curriculum we just finished up. And now I am entering into the second phase, which is allowing me to, we call it the apply track, which is allowing me to really dive deep and hone my coaching skills, hone what I have learned amongst a bunch of different topics. And I'm super excited about this next phase. So that's Another six months, 
that I will be deep diving and honing my coaching skills because one of my goals is to become the best coach possible. So goal checked. Celebration is happening. So, okay, let's jump into today's topic. So today's topic, eating while anxious, popped into my head because I was coaching a private client last night and I was coaching her on a moment and I'm using moments in air quotes. And you know, we've all had a moment, right? The moment is when life just seems to get crazy The emotion of anxiety is sky high. And in that moment, right, you're experiencing this, eating or drinking is like the best thing you can do to cope. It's the only thing you can think of to do to cope. So we've all been there, right? Let me break down (laughs) what happens in the moment, just in case you don't know. So even though you may have had the best laid plans and you know exactly what you're going to eat You're feeling some type of way because you're having a moment and your anxiety is high and then your brain just says, F it, right? F it. I'm eating whatever I can get my hands on. And this is exactly what happened to my client. She was in a new environment with her two young kids. And even though she was so prepared, right? She was away with them for spring break vacation. She thoughtfully planned every detail of her trip ahead of time. But when she got to the location and her kids started acting up, her anxiety went through the roof and she had what I call a moment. And her brain said, F it, I'm eating the kids pizza and I'm having wine to relax once they get in the bed finally. We have all been there. There is absolutely no judgment. We've all had those moments where it seems like the world is literally crumbling around you. And as I was coaching her on how she got to that point, right, and teaching her how to fail forward, I shared with her that my default emotion is also anxiety, right? So we have that in common. It's so interesting. I love finding commonalities with my clients because I'm like, oh, yeah, mm -hmm, we share the same brain. Like, I have been there, so I know exactly what you're dealing with. So... The thing with me, though, in my default emotion of anxiety is that I've learned to recognize it and I have learned to manage it so I don't have as many effort moments as I used to back in the day. So I was thinking about her and this is what I often do. Like a lot of times I think about my clients and their specific situations and what they're struggling with long after we finish our coaching session. So we coached last night and I was thinking about her this morning. And I'm always asking myself about my clients, like, what else can I offer to her? What else can I say to her to help her get it, right? What else can I offer to her to, like, help her make this shift in her brain so she gets it? And then those old, unuseful behaviors aren't as powerful anymore. And then when she's aware of that, true change can begin to happen, So even though my client went through this huge effort moment and it lasted a couple of days, I was like, she was excited because I was like, this is an opportunity to fail forward, right? Because she's been coaching with me for a while, so she gets it. She's like, even though the experience was miserable, she's like, I had so many epiphanies going through that. And literally, I was so proud of her. Like, I was almost in tears um, when we finished our coaching call. But I was still thinking about her this morning 
And I was thinking about how I used to have anxiety and how I used to eat. And I was like, of course, I've got to take this to the podcast because I know that you out there probably have had the same situation where you just have a moment. And in that moment, your brain is like, F it. I don't care. I don't care about my goal. I don't care about my weight. I don't care about whatever I said I was going to do. I don't care. I'm going to eat all the things. I'm going to drink all the things and I'm not going to worry about it until tomorrow or the next day or next week. All right. So as I was working with her last night and coaching her and teaching her how to fail forward, I thought about this morning, I was thinking about it. I thought about, well, what did I do? Like, how did I move from eating while anxious to where I am now? And so it really got me thinking of like, oh, these are the things that I have done over the past couple of years that have moved me from that place. So I want to share my strategies that I have used to tame my anxious mind. Now, there are probably dozens of other strategies um, out there, but these are the ones that have been most helpful for me. Now, I am not 100% cured of my anxiety. I mean, it is what it is. It's still my default emotion. I tend to be very jumpy. I tend to easily freak out. (laughs) But I know this about myself, and it's not a problem anymore because I always tell my clients, awareness is the first step. So I am completely aware of my default emotion of anxiety, but I am so much better than what I used to because I have learned to tame my anxious mind and just catch it when it's having its moment, okay? So this is what has worked for me over time. I'm gonna share with you three different strategies. So the first one, in the middle of your effort moment, right, you're having your moment, I want you to just notice what you're thinking. And for a lot of you, this may be a completely foreign concept. At one point, it was completely foreign to me. I'm like, how the heck do you observe what you're thinking? It's a practice. It is a skill, right? Once you learn how to do it, you just keep practicing it. And the thing is, with life, you will have lots of moments to have effort moments. And so you have lots of opportunity to become the observer of your own brain, But as you learn to do this more often and you keep practicing it and it becomes more natural to you, it's really easy to do. And you just question, and this is what I did, I just questioned what I was thinking, right? Whatever the anxiety-causing thoughts are, I would just say, is this true? Is this true in this moment? Is this a true thought that I'm having right now? So one of the thoughts when I was coaching my client that we identified during her moment when the kids were going batshit crazy, she was like, I can't take this anymore, right? But when we looked back later, right, in our coaching session, we looked back a couple days ago, we looked back at what was actually happening in that moment without judgment, she clearly saw other choices that she could have made in the moment, right? But the single thought, I can't take this anymore, wasn't really a true statement for her. She told herself, I can't take this anymore, but that was not a true statement because she wasn't going to, she wasn't about to abandon her kids and walk out and leave them alone unattended. No, she was going to handle it. She was going to take it, right? She could see other ways she could have responded to her kids who were actually just playing and having fun, but it was causing her anxiety. So the first thing I want you to remember is always question what you're thinking. 
In the middle of your effort moment, there are lots of thoughts that are causing you to feel anxious. And in that moment, when you catch yourself of like, oh, you know exactly what you're doing, because my client was like, she knew exactly what she was doing. It wasn't like she was having a blackout moment and she was eating the pizza and drinking the wine. She knew exactly the choice that she was making. She was making a very conscious decision not to eat the food that she had planned and brought with her. And the fact that she was like, I'm just going to F it and eat this pizza. So always question what you're thinking. Now, if you're listening to me and you're like, there's no way that I can think consciously when I'm having an F it moment, right? Just tell yourself. This is the other thing. This is the other strategy that worked for me and works for me, I should say, because still, I still use it. I tell myself nothing has gone wrong. I tell that to my clients all the time. My coach taught that to me. Even though it seems like the world is falling apart, nothing has gone wrong. Because there are times when you're having your effort moments and you can't clearly see what you're thinking, right? We're halfway through eating the chocolate bar and we are not aware of what we're thinking, but we are aware of how we're feeling, right? You know when you're feeling off. Maybe your chest is tight. Maybe your heart is racing. Maybe you feel a little sick to your stomach. Maybe your breathing is heavier or maybe your breathing is faster. Like, you know how anxiety shows up in your body. You know, you feel tense. You feel tight. You know how anxiety shows up. And if you catch yourself feeling that way, and in that moment, you're also looking to eat or drink something to escape that uncomfortable feeling... Just remind yourself in the moment, nothing has gone wrong. Even though it seems like everything is falling apart, nothing has gone wrong, right? And just by repeating that simple statement, it's almost like safety can envelop you. Imagine like invisible arms just hugging you. Nothing has gone wrong. It's okay. Okay, And you just can keep repeating that to yourself because whatever is causing you to feel anxious, whatever is causing you to feel tight in the chest and causing you to have your heart racing and all the things is just the way that you're thinking, right? Whatever is causing you to feel that way is simply because you're having lots of thoughts about a very specific situation, right? So taking the example of my client, she was having a lot of thoughts about the situation she was in with her kids away from home, by herself. She wasn't with her husband. And even though she had planned everything, as soon as something went unplanned, right, and her kids were going, having, doing what kids do, she was unable to manage that circumstance. And so her thought, one of her main thoughts in that time was, I can't take this anymore, which caused her to feel anxious, which caused her to have an effort moment, which caused her to eat the pizza and decide she was going to pop the wine after she got the kids together, okay? So that is the second strategy. Just tell yourself nothing has gone wrong. Everything is okay. You are safe, okay? So the third strategy that I use, and this is the one that I talk about all the time, is just to pause and take some deep breaths. So you know the anxious feeling is happening, right? Whatever the circumstances is going on in your world and you feel like the world is just crumbling around you and your brain is conjuring up all of these thoughts that are causing, all these negative thoughts, really, that are causing you to feel anxious, 
right? And you feel like you just can't get a hold of anything right now. What can you do? You can control your breathing, right? You can pause and you can take some deep breaths. It's so simple to stop and pause and take some deep breaths, but we forget how effective deep breathing can be. And if you've never had the experience when you were feeling anxious and you stopped and you did some deep breathing and you noticed like how, and if you've never experienced how quickly you can like lower your anxiety just by breathing, you don't know how effective it is. I'm telling y'all, it is super effective. So I want you to write this down, tattoo it on your arm if you have to on your forearm. But if you are prone to anxiety, I want you to just remember to pause. You don't have to dissect all the thoughts, but pause and just focus on breathing. Now, I like box breathing, right? Box breathing is simply breathing in for four counts, holding your breath for four counts, and breathing out for four counts. And repeat. Very, very simple. Breathe in for one, two, three, four. Hold it for one, two, three, four. Exhale for one, two, three, four. You can do that so easily and you just keep repeating that. So when you are focused on the counting, right? The one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, and you're focused on the breathing in and out, you are automatically shifting your brain away from the focus that is causing you to feel anxious, away from whatever the anxiety-causing thoughts are, and allowing you to just focus on the rhythmic breath, right? The deep breathing. And I actually use this very technique. If you're a coach, this is a great technique to use with your clients. One of my clients was having a full-blown panic attack. And we were on the phone and she literally couldn't talk. She was like grasping for air and she couldn't listen to me, right? Because I didn't really know when we first got on the phone, I wasn't really sure what was happening. And I was like trying to ask her questions and she just like, she couldn't talk. So I was like, okay, panic attack is happening. So I just breathed with her. Like I literally just counted one, two, three, Four, I said, hold it for one, two, three, four, and exhale for one, two, three, four. And I just did that over and over and over and over again until I could hear her rapid breathing like slow down, right? Until I could hear her breathing like normalize and she was able to talk. I don't even remember how long we were on the phone. But that deep breathing strategy was so powerful in that moment. And it got her to a place where she could breathe normally. And then literally she was able to think about her next step. And I don't mean like, you know, she was about to go conquer the world. It was literally like, what are you about to do right now? And she had to find her keys. I was like, okay, let's find your keys. Did you find your keys? Okay, what are you about to do now that you found your keys? Right? It was just a very, very powerful technique. So don't discount the deep breathing. It is super, super helpful. So if you find yourself to be an anxious eater, just know that you are not alone, my friend. And also know that it doesn't have to be this way forever. 
And there are things that you can do to curtail the habit of eating while anxious. For starters, you can just do what I just recommended, right? You can question your anxiety-causing thoughts. You can comfort yourself and tell yourself nothing has gone wrong, even though it seems like the world is crumbling around you. And you can pause and just do some deep breathing until the anxiety passes, okay? So I hope those three things were super helpful. I would love to hear if you were able to implement any of them once you have learned them from me. I'd love to hear your wins, okay? So what is the opposite of anxiety? Celebration. It's time for Stop and Celebrate. Colette, play the music. (laughs) Colette is my podcast producer. And I was like, we need to have music when I go into Stop and Celebrate. So let's celebrate, y'all. We're moving away from our anxiety-causing thoughts. I want to stop and celebrate a few of my lose your next 10 pounds without dieting boot campers. We just started week two yesterday. And at the end of the very first week, end of the first seven days, the first seven days, celebrations are rolling in. And I love reading every single one of them. Emily posted that she followed her travel protocol plan for vacation that we came up with. And she's following it, which she says is a really big deal for her. Dr. Letitia expressed that she is in the middle of one of the most stressful times in her life. And she wrote down everything that is happening in her world right at this moment. I had to congratulate her because she has been showing up every day live for all of the trainings. But after just the first week, she's learning how to find happiness in small things. And she said, Just being more mindful of her eating and eating only when she is hungry. She's seen the scale trending downward. And guess what, y'all? She said, I don't feel deprived. Love that. Love that. Nicole posted in the group, she is celebrating going all in and committing to her goal, her 30-day goal. And she's been noticing she's been leaving food behind on the plate throughout the week. And then she added a little cartwheel emoji. So excited for her, Nicole. And then Lisa, who's a returning boot camper, she was actually in the interview that I did with a group of the February boot campers. She is back for a second round, which I love, and I commend her for doing that. She said she has followed her plan all week, and she has done her thought work daily, and she is noticing the number on the scale is down. Yes. High five, Lisa. I know you're listening. And then this is one of my favorite ones. Monica said she is celebrating that one of her jackets she was squeezing into is no longer tight in the arms. And she said she used to wear it occasionally and now she wears it all the time. This is one of the fun things about losing weight. It's like you get to go shopping in your closet again. All those clothes that didn't fit you properly and all those clothes that you couldn't wear anymore. Like, as soon as you start losing weight, it's like you get, you have a whole new wardrobe because you haven't been able to wear those clothes in so long. It's so much fun. So congratulations, Monica, on being able to wear that jacket and wearing it all the time. So much fun. So as we close out this discussion about anxiety, I just want to leave you with a quote by James Pierce. And he said, Stress is not created by the events in your life, but by your reaction to them. No truer words have been spoken. 
I'll say it again. Stress is not created by the events in your life, but by your reaction to them, okay? Remember that, all right? So if you want to know how to cure yourself of eating while you're anxious and you're ready to focus on more celebrations and wins than anxiety, I want you to go to my website, jenniferdent.com, or go to the show notes and for this podcast and sign up to be notified of the next Lose Your Next 10 Pounds Without Dieting Bootcamp, which is going to be happening in July. Okay? So get on the list. You'll be the first to know when registration opens the week before. And spark it on your calendar right now so you don't miss out. And look, I get it. If you're like me and you're like, I don't want to wait till July. I want help now. (laughs) If you're like me and you can't wait until July, or if you don't even want to be bothered with being in a big group, you're just like, I just want to be coached. I just want to be the sole focus of all of your attention, Jennifer. I got you. I have four private coaching spots available right now. So if you're interested in private coaching and you've been craving the accountability and the support of me one-on-one, your life and weight loss coach, then go to my website, jenniferdent.com and schedule time to talk to me. Or you can click the link in the show notes and we'll decide, right, if private coaching is the next best step for you. All right, my friends, continue to live luxe, and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. If you like today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever. Dieting forever.